What's up? You're listening to Five Tip Friday. All right, let's talk about that elephant in the room. The elephant is variable expenses. And more importantly, how do you plan for those variable expenses? If you've been wondering how somebody would approach this, I'm going to share with you my tips and tricks to planning for variable expenses. So let's dive on in. Tip number one. This is really cheesy, guys, but you know me, I'm a little bit of cheese and a little bit of seriousness. So make sure that you write down the date of purchase on the bottom of your makeup, shampoo or conditioner, dog food, whatever the heck it is, anything that's a variable expense for you. So write it on the bottom in permanent marker. And it's, I know it is kind of cheesy, but what that allows you to do is it starts uh, for, you can start to see like, how long did things actually last you? So for me, I now know that my shampoo, if I buy a big shampoo from like Costco or Ulta or something like that, I know that that's going to last me for about three months, but conditioner only lasts me a month and a half. I've got a lot of hair. So I can start to budget and plan for that a little bit more effectively if I know when I have to repurchase that item. So write down the date of purchase on the bottom. Tip number two, start a savings account for larger variable expenses. So this is the stuff like maybe a car repair or holidays or maybe an upcoming trip, something like that where it's not always happening, but occasionally it comes up and it's kind of a pain in the butt. So these are things that are not necessarily emergency level, so it doesn't require you to tap into your emergency fund or my endearing way of calling it an oh shit fund. But it's something that you do need to use because it's still going to come up. So start another savings account. Start just putting some money away, maybe 50 bucks a month, $100 a month if you can afford it, into those other variable expenses. So when they do come up, you have the money without having to tap into your emergency fund. Super, super critical. Tip number three, keep an extra $100 to $150 in your budget to cover the random monthly expenses. So this is like a little tiny miscellaneous category or an extra buffer if you want to think of it that way. But what that allows you to do is that allows you to have those, yes, random expenses for sure, but you can still cover most of those by putting that little extra money into your budget. So usually, even if it's like maybe you occasionally go to Target and go drop some cash there, that or whatever your hobbies are, stuff like that comes up, usually on average, it's about $100 to $150 for most people. Most of the budgets I've seen, that's about what it is. So it might change every month. It might be Target one month and it might be Hobby Lobby the next. However, that dollar amount of miscellaneous spending tends to be very, very similar. So make sure you're working that extra money into your budget. Tip number four, find your spending routine. We all have this, guys. So eventually what happens is your spending routine, it becomes so much ingrained into your daily life that you actually don't need to do a ton of planning. So here's what I mean by this. You might be the person who goes out to lunch every single day, Monday through Friday, and you spend five to eight dollars every single time. So what happens is if you get into that routine, you can start to predict exactly what your spending might be. And what that means eventually is that you can maybe not budget quite as closely because you already know your spending routine. So for me personally, my coffee budget is $50 per month. And I almost always stick to that. Sometimes I go under, occasionally I go over, but usually it's about $50 because I'm a creature of habit and I do the exact same things all the time. So I have my spending routine. 
Last tip. Oh my goodness, we're on tip number five. Limit the amount you spend by buying gift cards. Love Starbucks? Me too. Buy a gift card to help limit yourself. That way you can start to regulate. And if you're out of money, you're just out of money. You cannot use your debit card for that. But that will help you start to plan for some of those variable expenses as they come up without blowing your budget. Thank you so much for listening in. Leave me a review. Make sure you reach out to me on social media. Let me know if you've enjoyed this episode. And more importantly, which of the variable expense tips was most impactful for you? Thank you so much for listening in. And I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.